In a time when evildoers parade their agenda before the world without shame, in a world where absolutes are being challenged and changed, in a society where truth is relative, welcome to a podcast that will edify, encourage, and empower you. A podcast that will speak God's truth in love. I'm your host, Myron Powell. Thank you for subscribing and listening to Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. Thank you for tuning in today and listening, subscribing, and for just giving me some of your time. I I certainly appreciate it. Time is a precious commodity, and uh, I don't take it lightly that you are listening and allowing me to uh, uh, share with you some things. So today we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 12. Now, I have a very interesting title for this, and please don't turn off uh, this podcast before you listen to all of it. But my title could sound a little abrupt. Ready? Here it is. I'm still standing because I'm not stupid. So let me explain, okay? Uh, first of all, uh, I, I want to start by, by looking at verse number 7 from Proverbs 12. Notice it says, The wicked are overthrown and are not. They're no more. They, they no longer exist. They're overthrown. But the house of the righteous shall stand. So that's the first part of my title. I'm still standing. You say, okay, all right, that's good. Uh, Where do you get the stupid part from? Well, if you go back to verse one, it says, whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof is brutish. Now that's the King James. The ESV for the word brutish, uses the word stupid, because according to Englishman's Hebrew concordance, that word brutish means stupidity, to be stupid or dull-hearted. Now, there's a difference in ignorance and stupidity. Ignorance is, I don't yet know that knowledge. If, if you hired me to be an accountant, um, yeah, I know a few numbers, and I've, I've worked a spreadsheet or two, but I don't have a single shred of, of education or experience, so I'm going to be ignorant of how to do that job. Now, if you hire me to be a teacher of the, the Word of God in your Christian school, well, guess what? I've, I've been preaching you know, since 1987. I've pastored almost 30 years, so I've got a little bit of experience there. I won't be ignorant, uh, so to speak. But if you were to hire me to do that job, and then I go into it, and, and I don't do it well, and, and I just, I'm lazy and, and all— then that would be stupid because I would have the knowledge but not use it. So thus my title, I'm still standing because I'm not stupid. And again, let's go back to verse 7. The wicked are overthrown and are not. That means they are no more. But the house of the righteous shall stand. Now, some of you might have already jumped ahead with me, and you're thinking, yeah, the parable. Yeah, Jesus told the parable. There's, there's the, the house that you know, stands on the rock, and, and, and you know, the rains and the floods come, but it stands, and then the other house is on the sand, and it's destroyed. And if you're thinking that, then yeah, exactly. And it's possible that Jesus might have drawn from uh, this principle. The reason that the person can stand is because they're not stupid. They they welcome and love. Let's go back to verse 1. Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. So if you love instruction, which can include rebuke, reproof, correction, if you love instruction, then you love knowledge. That means you're going to increase in it. You're going to grow in it. You're going to have wisdom. You're going to have understanding. You're going to know how to apply it. 
But he that hateth reproof is stupid. So the one who builds on the sand is stupid. The storm is going to come. The sand is not a firm foundation. It is quick. You can, you can put a quick lean-to up on, on a sand. You can put a tent on the sand. You can put a little you know, you know, umbrella in the ground on the, in the sand, and, and it'll, it'll last for a while. But the first little bit of wind and the first wave and the first sign of rain, you're done. But if you dig beneath the sand and build on the rock... It's going to take a little bit longer. You're going to have some blood, sweat, and tears into it. But when all those things happen, the storms of life come, you're going to be standing. Well, so you can see the, the parallel here of the parable, and you can see what chapter 12 kind of is giving here in a couple of places, is that if you're going to receive this knowledge, if you're going to accept this knowledge, then you're wise and and and. and you're going to apply it and you're going to love it and you're going to grow in it and, and be blessed by it. And you're going to stand. But if you hate that reproof, if you hate instruction, then you're going to be overthrown. So it comes down to this question. Are you willing to let God speak into your life? Listen, storms are going to come. There is no guarantee that you're going to live a storm-free life. You know, um, people think sometimes, well, I've got the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized in Jesus' name. You know, I go to church. I give my tithes and offerings. You know, praise the Lord. I read my Bible. I check, you know, the, the list every day and do my Bible reading and all those things. And those are great and good things. And I'm not trying to disparage them in, in that statement. But here's the, here's the problem. We think sometimes that because of that, well, that means we're not going to have any problems. But that's not true. It rains on the just and unjust. There are going to be things that hit our life. And so we've got to make sure that we've dug beneath the surface to build on the rock. And that takes discipline. And discipline is what separates winners from losers. It separates champions from chumps. To be a disciple requires that you are disciplined. Paul speaks about self-control and uses an athlete, uh, you know, and, and what they do in order to win and they, you know, how they practice and exercise and all to win a perishable prize, but then compares that to how much we should work towards obtaining the imperishable prize. And you can look that up in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. You know, I'm thankful every time God convicts me. I'm thankful every time the, my pastor or, or the elders in my life have corrected me. It tells me that God loves me because the Bible says God rebukes and chastens those whom he loves. That's in Revelation 3, 19, speaking of Laodicea. So when correction and re reproof come, I'm thankful for it because that means God loves me, loves me enough to have a voice in my life say, that's not correct. You need to change that. And I thank God for that. Again, that means biblically, I'm going to love knowledge and the house that I build is going to stand. So I ask you today, what are you building? What are you building with? And are you still standing? Because if you're still standing, it's because you're not stupid. 
Well, thank you for your time today. If you got questions or comments, please email me at RileyDividingWOT at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get any information that you have or questions. I'd love to answer those for you. Again, just want to thank you for your time. And until our next episode, God bless you in Jesus' name.